Welcome back to a new episode of Passion for Technology, the podcast from EPD Electronic. Great to have you with us. Welcome to the Passion for Technology podcast. Wearables are taking over the world by storm. The total market size for small and smart digital companions has grown tenfold over the last five years. There's no slowdown in sight. Corona warning devices, intelligent data goggles, or wearables weaved into clothing items resemble just three of many, many emerging trends. 28.8 million units sold in 2014 made smartwatches, fitness trackers, and electronic earwear an economic force to reckon with. Five years later, in 2019, the sum total of sold units reached 336.5 million devices. Careful forecasts see this number increase to over 500 million wearables by 2024. In terms of revenue, the overall pre-pandemic market size of 52 billion US dollars was predicted to increase to 63 billion US dollars in 2021. I'm your host, Mustafa Isik, and I'm happy to welcome Markus Vogt from EBV Electronic, where he serves as director for the healthcare and personal devices segment. Welcome to the show, Markus. Yeah, hello and good afternoon from Munich. Marcus, you're a true industry veteran with more than 30 years of semiconductor business under your belt. And from what I understand, you've been with EBV Electronic for close to a quarter century. Yeah, 24 years, in, in fact. So that's a long time. In fact, I started my career 30 years ago when I started as an electronic engineer developer in Munich. Marcus, I'm a geek myself and I have my fair share of wearables, but what wearables do you as a wearable full-on pro use? First of all, I use my smartphone, which is also wearable. And for sport, I use two Polar smartwatches, the M430 and the, the Vantage M. I have a Polar H10 strap for my, for my chest. Would that also be considered a wearable? For sure. Yeah, for sure. That was one of the first sport wearable. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. I use it for running and for hiking and stuff. So where would you draw the distinction? What kind of devices would you consider to be wearables? I consider wearables as everything that you can carry around with you, where you can measure something, you get information out of it. So let's start from the shoes. If you have sensors in your shoes, you can collect data. If you have sensors in your clothes, you can collect data, modify them, do an algorithm on top of it, and get information out of it. If you listen to music, you have your earbuds in it. You can have additional sensors. That's also a variable. And for sure, if you ask people what they would consider as a variable, the first idea is strictly the smartwatch or the fitness tracker on their wrist. And on top of that, for sure, the smartphone. So would you say that my laptop is also wearable? Uh, I would rather prefer take your tablet with you. <laughs> it's not it's not that bulky. <laughs> so what would you consider to be factors that contribute to the seemingly meteoric growth of the popularity of wearables? The starting point with the usage of wearables in the sport and fitness area was the quantify yourself movement. That was like six years ago. So people start recording their activities and wanted to know a little bit more what happens with their body during the workouts. And on top of it, they want to compare the results with their friends and peers. So they started to share the results on Facebook and in different kind of apps just to make sure that everybody knows, hey, I'm a fit guy. 
Why are wearables important, Marcus? I mean, what are their benefits with respect to physical fitness, health, and other dimensions along those lines? So starting in, in the sporting area, one of the major reasons why people do sport, they want to gain results. They want to reach something and they want to know when they reach their goal and they want to improve themselves. So just imagine they have a fitness plan and they want to reach certain milestones and their variables can help them for sure. On the medical side, if you're suffering from a chronic condition, you have to monitor yourself because it's your health. And you can protect that. So if you use a variable on a daily basis, you get insights into your chronic condition and you can improve that in cooperation with your doctor. So that's the two major pillars for variables. Right. That makes me think of my father. He has type 2 diabetes and he has one of those electronic patches in his arm. I suppose that's a wearable. That's a medical wearable. So it's a medical certified wearable and it's very useful. Just in case of these patches, the doses of insulin could have reduced by the usage of these patches because they are measuring on a 24-7 base. So you get a lot of good insights how the glucose level is rising and going down over the day. And this helps the doctors to maximize the advantage out of such a wearable. I'd like to change our perspective a little bit. Let's focus on, on technologies and technical components. So, Marcus, what are the electronic components that are being employed within wearables? Let's talk about four major blocks. I call it the sensor area, where we measure something. Then, for sure, the power. You need battery power to operate a wearable. Then you need some communication to the outside world. And for sure, the heart of the system is a computing unit because you get data and you have to do something with the data before you send it out to the world. So you have the sensor and the sensor interface. Sensor could be optical sensors, for example, for heart rate monitoring, temperature sensor to monitor the outside temperature or the skin temperature. Then on battery side, the battery should be as small as possible and as powerful as possible. So here we have an issue. If you put a too heavy battery in a smartwatch, it's not very comfortable to use it and to wear it. If it is too small, then it lasts just, let's say, half an hour. And this is not enough to track your workout. And on the communication side, you have to communicate your data with your smartphone, with your tablet, even with the cloud. On top of that, you receive data from the outside world, like your GPS location. And as I said, in the middle, there is a compute unit. Just imagine you get the data from your sensor and something has to happen with that data. And nowadays, with artificial intelligence-based software algorithms, this microcontroller unit, that's the heart of the system because it's pre-ordering the data, calculating some results, and then the results are transmitted to the outside world. So can I compare the compute unit within a wearable to the processor I have in my computer? I would rather compare it with the processor in your smartphone. Pretty powerful already, but not as powerful as a tablet computer or let's say one of the big iPhones. But just underneath that, it's similar from the, the way of how the system works. How precise and reliable would you consider today's sensor data to be? Today, the sensor accuracy is getting better and better. In the early days, we had very rough 
step counting in the first fitness trackers. Nowadays, we have medical-grade optical sensors for heart rate measurement compared to your chest belt. The chest belt is the golden standard because it measures the ECG signal. To get that accuracy with an optical sensor is pretty tough. But nowadays, we have these sensors, and we as EBV can sell it to our customers. And Marcus, how could precision and reliability be increased further? Two ways. First of all, technology. Technology is getting better and better. Just if you look at the development in the MEM sensor sector, they are getting smaller, more reliable, but there's a physical limitation. So here, artificial intelligence comes into the game. These artificial intelligence machine learning algorithms based on the centrally computing unit helps to further improve the accuracy. It's a fact that today's variables can be medical certified. That's a big, big step forward. What does the future hold for wearables? Where do you think the market is evolving to? I want to use one quote from one of my former customers. He started with wearable, hearables, disappearables. So the term disappearables, that shows that the wearables are getting smaller and smaller. They are integrated in hearing aids. They will be integrated in your sport shirts. They will be integrated in your sport shoes. This is the future, what I see. Another future is having medical variables as small and comfortable enough to use it on a daily business to monitor your health. I love the term disappearables. That's something that's completely new to me. And thanks to you, I'm not going to forget about that one now. So Marcus, thank you for sharing your passion for wearables with our audience and with me. I'd love to know where the origins for your passion for technology come from. What were your formative experiences and motivations? Yeah, I started with electronic when I was a young kid on school. So we had the first lessons in school. And it was quite interesting just to, to play around with electronics. And that convinced me to study electronics. And with that, after my studies, I found a very interesting technology area, which is renewable energies. In the early days of photovoltaic system, it was very, very exciting to start in such a technology field. And throughout my experience in the distribution area, I met so many interesting and hot topics where we discuss about with engineers, with marketing guys, with sales managers, with sales guys, people on the street that are convinced that technology is the right way to solve our problems today. Dear listeners, if you want to know more about wearables and how to either get your own wearable projects off the ground or supercharge existing ones, please feel free to reach out to Marcus on LinkedIn. You can reach him by searching for Marcus Vogt, that is Marcus with K and V-O-G-T. Please feel free to subscribe to our podcast, Passion for Technology, on either Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any of the other popular podcasting platforms. Thank you for being on the show, Marcus. Thank you and have a nice day.